0: Hello, folks. Welcome to episode 57 of Talkin' Jacks. On today's episode, I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co host, Ben Gosshorn. I am your host, Alex Warren. Ben, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I've, uh, leaving that game or going into the game, I was very hesitant. Um, it's been a very soccer filled weekend. Um, I basically watched soccer from like um, 10 in the morning yesterday till. Roughly ten in the night at night yesterday, um, and it was all sorts of soccer. Yeah, it's uh, getting
0: to be that time of year where you can literally, yeah. from six a.m. I- ish mm-hmm. till midnight, you can just watch soccer if you wanted to. Yeah, uh, I mean, you literally could with ESPN Plus and right. Chinese
1: Super League.
0: Oh, and, I don't even go uh, get me on
1: that. Like I,
0: I don't want to yeah. watch that. <laughs>
1: so, well, I saw one that it was at like, I think five fifty. It was. Yeah. It was, well, it's either I think going it's, into
0: six or going into seven. Um yeah. yeah. It's it's get it's pretty absurd how much soccer you can watch if you live in the United States. Um mm-hmm. it's it it yeah, it's it's wild. But uh we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about the Charlotte <laughs> Independents, um, who went on the road to Pittsburgh and got a point. Mm-hmm. A nil nil draw. Uh, which we have kind of established a new trend. Uh, when you go out of town on home games, uh, yeah, the oh, yeah. the team wins five one. Yeah. Uh, if I go to a wedding during a game, <laughs> we get nil <nil-nil> nil draws. <laughs> because that happened for my wedding, and then this wedding, this uh... the last wedding I went to the game. The team didn't have a game, so we can't test the theory further. But there is another wedding. In uh, in Sept at the end of September when we play Pittsburgh at home, that I will oh, be attending. So we'll test the theory further. Uh, <laughs> I will get to watch none of the Pittsburgh Riverhounds this year. But darn, uh, I, you know, we'll, I'm just gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and predict nil nil in that one.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good. Uh, <laughs> if that happens, my God, um, it's that's hilarious actually. And, but yeah, this game. Uh, I don't want to say you didn't miss much. Um, cause there were things that happened. It was, uh, I've never been more happy about a, a nil nil draw. Um, tactically we were as sound as we've ever been. It I sounds think.
0: like I didn't um, get to watch, but I, like you said, I watched yeah. the highlights and I followed along for the most part on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, in between, you know, all the wedding stuff. Yeah. Um, and it sounded like we went five at the back. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Five on the back, three man back line, and two wing
1: backs. It's kind you're yeah. kind of splitting hairs, I guess. Um, but it, we definitely had um, oh, is it Bertrand? I'm gonna mess this up. I think it's Bertrand. A right? yeah, Bertrand. Uh, a Um We had a I believe Kalungi in the center, and then Bilal. A wound he may have even actually been in the middle. Now that I think about it, but it was a three-man backline. Vines was on the left. Uh, Joel was on the right side. Um, Joel was very forward. Actually, he he was kind of almost the interesting thing that I thought about it was he almost was free flowing in a way. Um, like well, the, the lineup on the the USL's website has him listed in Cato's position. Yeah, they
0: have they had it as a four-four-two.
1: I don't know. That may, as much as they're wrong, because <laughs> they are wrong a lot. Um, they had Joel. Let me put it this way: on the the the, the stream graphic, they had Joel as a, or Joel as a, a center back, which was obviously completely wrong. Right. Um, those those are rarely correct, but that's okay. Yeah. But um, he may have indeed been in that position that has it on the on the USL's website, being in Cato's position on the far right, opposite um alex in fact because he yeah. was
0: very forward and so and, yeah what you're saying is basically when we were defending it was like a five-three-two, but then when mm-hmm. we had the ball maybe it was more of a four-four-two with joel pushed up and then yeah. kind of a four-man back line of balal kalunji awundi and vines yeah i think that's that's a good way of looking at it because that's what it kind of looks like shifted on the way. average position
1: chart does like it? If I can't you, get it to come up for the life of me. If okay. you
0: pull up the average position, you've got uh, oh. Duckett is kind of pushed pretty far right.
1: Yeah. Kulungi
0: is very deep. Um, Awundi is about even with Duckett but further to the left. And Vines is uh, significantly deeper than Joel on the right side. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Ekra and Alex kind of in the middle. With Jorge and oh uh, Calvert up towards the top. Yeah, it was.
1: It was. I would think a very different look. Yeah. Um, Sounds it like was, it. It felt like to me the reason why I really enjoyed it. I was a little scared and well, terrified, in fact, uh, that our only defensive sub was Doom, um, just given
0: uh, our luck with our, injuries. Yeah, and yeah. just,
1: I guess, suspensions and um, and things like that. Like, if we had to put in Doom really for anything, or even tactically or, or whatever the situation may be, no knock on Doom, but he has... I think this is the first time he's been back with the team. It's the first time he visit, he's been in the 18 since... It's been a while, yeah. The Open Cup, maybe? Um, maybe even... Maybe a little bit after that, but... Um, it offered a lot of stability i think is the best thing Mm -hmm. um they tested us pretty early um yeah that save that
0: dykstra made in like the third minute was excellent mm -hmm.
1: Yep, that's it was absolutely perfect that was i would really guess their best opportunity
0: well that Um, i mean there was another one the forward made an an incredible move yeah like to 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 free himself because I forget is it was it Kalonji that was running with him or was it Owundi I believe I believe it was Kalonji cuz oh, I mean he was right there stride for stride but then he did as the ball was coming in he kind of did a body faint to the left mm. and then just freed up just enough space to kind of collect the ball and 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 take a shot yeah. it was really intelligent movement from from them mm-hmm. and and it was a really good read by Dykstra to come off his line and then save it uh it sounds like he had a really good game based on everybody's comments about it. And they only showed – they showed like three of his saves yeah. on, the, on hey, the highlights.
1: He had another really good save too, mm-hmm. um, which may not have been registered as a save because it was more of like a kick um, coming off his line and, and kind of clearing the ball, I suppose. Yeah. Um,
0: the, some Yeah. It depends on who's scoring the game, whether or not they count it as a save mm. usually.
1: But, yeah, Dykstra was incredibly solid um he was sure-handed he as you saw on that that first highlight um came off his line when he needed to mm-hmm. um altogether you, you couldn't have wanted more from him yeah. um he was he was it i mean it's easy to say but it's probably his best game of the year um uh, or at least yeah. in a long time um i really did like this formation though um the biggest thing that i noticed in the highlights rewatching it and just in general is that I feel like a lot of what our center backs and defensive players will do sometimes is they'll, they'll crash on the ball. And if one of our only center backs is crashing on the ball and something happens and the ball gets past them, then it's down to one center back and then it's another person making a move that is either going to result in um, a scoring opportunity or a foul that's going to happen or fill in the blank. Because D was exceptional at at coming off his position, crashing on the ball, making a good move to begin with. But even then, we still had two defenders that were in his place that could still mark their man. Um, I I do think, um, thinking of this from a big perspective, Pittsburgh really didn't push us that hard. Um, I was a little surprised by that. Um, because definitely early on they did they had their opportunities but we, we 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 did a good job i think we we were far better at passing i think than really the the stats kind of dictate
0: well the stats um, would say otherwise yeah like yeah. we had we completed 49% of our passes
1: yeah which i i
0: don't know that that's ever happened um i, I think <laughs> first of all part of it is due to we only had a total of 253 because we, we had mm. so little of the ball and yeah. 80 of those were long passes. So if you're going long most of the time, yeah. that's a much lower percentage pass than just passing it laterally between the two center backs, which we do a lot mm-hmm. um, and it, when we're trying to possess the ball.
1: Yeah. That's probably a good point is that we, we didn't have maybe as much building from the back and that type of a thing. Um, Based on the fact that we had more congestion in the back, I suppose. Um, so that stat wasn't gonna be as high yeah. by default. Um I mean I did like Jordan a lot. Jordan really yeah, was good. I mean the, I mean
0: the yellow cards, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean the first yellow card was a tactical foul, he pulled the jersey. Can't really argue against that. Um can't argue with he the was, second one either, really.
0: <laughs> no. I mean the second one you, I mean if he wins the ball and doesn't kick the man, then sure. Yeah. But he didn't win the ball and then kicked the man. So it's kind I mean, of like, oh, well... You know. I'm pretty
1: sure Zemanski leaned into it. And he leaned his hip into it. He may have, his... but, you know, if
0: a, guy's, <laughs> if if a guy on did, a yellow card is going to put his boot up to where it can hit somebody in the chest, I don't blame yeah. anybody for running into it. Uh... Yeah, it's like, it's like a tactical <laughs> uh, decision. He's like, oh, you're on a yellow card and you're going to throw your boot in there? Let me run into it real quick. Like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Um
0: Which, it's, I mean... But it was...
1: It was incredibly unfortunate because I still think he did really good. Uh-huh. Um, Alex did not get a yellow card. Um, he was asking for a yellow card. I saw that you um, said that. He, he just, uh, he very early on, I mean, there were some fouls that were kind of questionable, I guess, um, or non calls or, or whatnot. Um, but he was in the referee's ear. Um, you can tell this referee, like, he was good. He was, you can't say anything against him. Um I'm amazed that he did not give Alex a yellow card. Yeah.
0: Um
1: just for sheer like volume of uh time that he took talking to him. Um there was one moment where I still don't know, I mean I'm very biased obviously. I still don't know how we felt them, but um one of the uh Pittsburgh players basically either need Alex in the the chest uh groin area or Uh or like pulled back at the last moment but alex sold the hell out of it yeah and he well (laughs) you never know with
0: alex i mean
1: well evidently he like pulled his shorts down you know how he like pulls his jersey up to show show
0: where the yeah where he got kicked yeah
1: (laughs) apparently he did that with his shorts this time oh wow (laughs) Uh, that's according to the commentators who were very biased um they were a hundred percent Riverhounds announcers. Um, I guess you kind of got to deal with that. It's so few and far between this year, I feel it like. It is. It's, it's a lot
0: fewer than last season, where it seemed yeah. like almost every commentator team was, you know, like, in-house. But this yeah. year, I think it's only, like, I think Cincinnati has one. Uh, I know North Carolina had one last year when they did the Open I Cup. I don't know if they do year. this year. I feel uh, like they do. And... I
1: don't think Richmond does anymore
0: no, than the normal guys. They no, don't, they don't have one this year. I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head. Charleston but yeah, it's weird. has their own copy, yeah, uh, right, and I forget the mm-hmm. guy's name. Uh, Exceptional crew. Yeah, it's not many. Yeah.
1: but uh, So that was kind of a difference.
0: No, uh, but to go back to what you said about the fouls, there were nine fouls total in the game, which is not a lot. Uh, I mean, there's games where each team commits at least nine. So they committed three. Yeah. We committed six, which two were yellow card fouls, which is unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> it that's, was. Uh... That's surprising to me, considering how defensively we played, is that we only committed six fouls. That's really impressive. I think that
1: really shows you, in your position without watching the game, if anybody didn't watch the game, that speaks volumes. Um, I mean, I. Uh, I can't tell you that, um, the foul rate we have, but I would have to imagine that's well underneath what we've been averaging. Um, yeah, I do know now, um, it was, it was pretty funny. The commentators essentially like welcomed Greg Jordan into the yellow card club, um, for the team. Apparently that's like a thing for us now. Um, was that great? Uh, it must've
0: been Greg Jordan's first yellow card
1: it was yeah but they also uh in this game we now lead the league in red cards according to them i haven't actually verified this
0: well i I believe it we were up there back the last time we got a red card so yeah it's it's very possible i saw the quote that you tweeted out and i laughed out loud that we that said when he when they said they have a lot of experience playing with 10 men (laughs) i laughed so hard at that (laughs) i mean he's not wrong yeah i i couldn't be angry at it because he's right but i was still like how
1: dare you bring up obvious things that are not good for us it was it was something um uh but all yeah i mean the the amount of fouls definitely speaks um oh we're tied with like four other teams get out of here yeah they're all Western. We're, we're tied with three other teams. And they're all Western Conference teams. Um, and so we're the bad boys of the East, basically. Yeah, we're like, wow. We're, there's only like one other team in the top like ten that's on the East, and it's Indy Eleven who has three. So yeah,
0: but Indy Eleven probably should have had a, like at least three more. <laughs> like you know that the yeah. the one where. What's his face went know. head hunting on uh, Kenny Walker like in the first game yep. of the season, and then there was the one same guy. Uh, like, yep. uh, uh, what did he do? He like karate chop slash grabbed the guy in the neck, uh, yeah. in the Charleston game. So like that's mm-hmm. two obvious ones that Indy should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're I probably know. leading the league and no, well maybe
1: we're not leading in suspension time. I know I don't know if they're uh, co- the coached. Players we might
0: be. Yeah, we've had players. two players suspended three games each and then several for one game. So, yeah, We've got Alex in, in the waiting. Um, yeah, if Alex picks up one more yellow, he'll be uh, suspended. But if he can go five games without, he'll drop one. So I don't know. When's the last time you got a yellow card? Do you know? That's a really good question because that I it, it's, don't know. It's, it's, if you go five in a row, you get yeah. one rescinded. I feel like it's
1: been a little while, but um, I don't I mean,
0: know. We, we could go look it
1: up. Yeah, that's Let's a very good that. question um let's go through the again
0: but in the middle i do you want to look that up yeah i'll look that up and you can kind of talk about the game cool. some more talk um, about dykstra some more because i yeah I, like did he just look more confident or what he
1: he wasn't necessarily called upon a ton but he certainly looked 100 percent more confident he was credited um, with three
0: saves and three clearances so
1: Okay, so they must have counted one of those clearances or the saves I thought was a, as a clearance. Because I guess it technically was. I mean, Dykstra was just, you, he didn't have a Dykstra moment. I guess the best thing is the best thing I could say.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he looked very sure. He v- looked very confident in his defense, I suppose. Um, th- his defense looked confident in him. Um, so it kind of was, was twofold. Um, I thought Ecker had a really good game. I was a little hesitant.
0: So, was he playing further forward or as a deeper midfielder?
1: Deeper midfielder. He was essentially beside Jordan. For reference, where we like
0: like to see him. mm -hmm. Okay. There was a
1: couple moments where Jordan was progressing in the midfield and 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 joining the attack. Mm -hmm. I don't recall Ekra ever doing that. Oddly enough, Um, now I don't know that Jordan made great decisions there. (laughs) Um I thought he was bad, but it was it was it was an odd thing to me um maybe even just the fact that he was joining the attack was odd to begin with um but yeah, I thought calvert had a really good game um he I'm still kind of confused that Z- why Ziad didn't start um
0: i mean well if if we are gonna be committed to playing defensively, Ziad doesn't give you very much defensively. As yeah. he doesn't have as high of a work rate as Calvert does, you know, running and closing down and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can see that easily. Yeah, he he
1: definitely did. He didn't. That's another thing that happened. I, I completely. Well, I think he may have had one moment, but regardless, he didn't have a. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get have a, a a slide tackle from behind essentially or beside a player. Yeah, he was pretty darn composed. Um, all things considered, he looked like he was on a mission and hit him and Jorge played really well together. Um, it had, it made me think obviously the, the output wasn't there or product wasn't there, but it made me remember how well they were together in the, I want to say Toronto game, um, for or long, a, a very long time ago, how, how fluid they were and how much they were playing off each other. Um, one big thing that was different in this game is our attack was far better. It wasn't perfect, but it was far better at, I guess, reading the situation and laying off the ball when needed to and making correct passes and and things like that. Um,
0: I'm really glad, too, looking at the stats. What, we the had five the shots game, and one on target for the attacking stats.
1: I wonder who had the one on target. It must have been...
0: It was Calvert.
1: Was it, yes, it was. was. the okay. one off of the corner yeah. kick. That was the one he may have – he probably should have put that uh, – it was on frame, so I'll
0: give him that. But it probably should have been a goal. Yeah. Um, that but I, There were a couple of moments that I thought should have been goals, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I thought Vines should have at least put that his shot on target that was <sighs> – uh, like yeah. it was – he just leaned back too far and hit it over the bar. Yeah. Um, I almost wonder if he was surprised
1: that he got. He that could have ball. been a little
0: surprised, um, but I don't really. At the same really time, get... he was running right into the space, like he knew what yeah. he was doing. So, uh... I that was interesting too. Is he?
1: He looked a lot more confident too when he needed to be forward and and join the attack and things like that. He was really good. He like bodied a dude. Like he like like laid. I can't even think. Like not leaned into somebody, but he basically like bodied a guy. Which was something I've never seen him do, um, and it was a well, full grown so man.
0: Scary.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> but he he was really good. The the one really thing that I'm really glad was um, happened in words. Uh, I'm glad it happened in the offensive stats because I told Chris this when, when we started the game, um, because their main two uh, center backs are Joe Greenspan, or Joseph Greenspan, I guess. And Hugh Roberts, I guess they had a third center back who I thought was a midfielder. Um, the Thomas Venn something or not. The guy uh, James tweeted out about it was with us with preseason. Um, yeah. I don't know how tall he is, but Hugh Roberts, regardless, and Greenspan are huge people. Um, I know for a fact Greenspan's like 6'5". Hugh Roberts is at least like 6'3". Well, Greenspan um,
0: did get that header at the very end of the game that he wasn't yeah. able to put on frame. Yeah. Um
1: but they had a I was hoping for the for the sake of my sanity, we weren't gonna try to put crosses in and, and try to play through the year like we did against um I want to say Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um or no no, it was um that last home game we Bethlehem we did it a little bit too. Um but we didn't do that, thank God. Um because it, it flat out would not have worked. I, I don't care if we would have had Calvert and in the yeah. game it would well, not have worked against I was encouraged guy.
0: to see how many crosses they they put in 33 crosses yeah. which means we weren't giving up anything in the middle we were forcing them out wide huh. and forcing them to play low percentage passes into the box yep. uh, and it's and it sounds like you said Owundi is pretty good in the air which oh, is great 100%. because he won, that's one thing he... that we're not we're not very great in the air defensively so it's great, it's nice to have yep. somebody who is Duck even won a ball in the air sure
1: Completely- well, Duckett, I would
0: say Duckett's one of our better players in the air. But wa- yeah. Watson uh, and Kalunji are not very good in the air. Jungsu is good in the air, but he's never healthy. So, you know, mm. it, it's kind of hard to say yeah. that, to count on him. Um, mm. No, but going back to the Alex thing, Alex now has gone six games in a row without picking up a yellow, so he should – be down to three yellow cards uh huh. if i'm understanding the rules correctly he, his last yeah. yellow card came on july 7th against indy 11 and we've now played six games uh yeah we've now played six games since without him picking up a yellow card yeah that's so
1: i almost you know he hadn't had a recension before right
0: i think he might have somebody on I our team has if- had one rescinded
1: I, I think it was, was Alex, him.
0: or maybe it also- was Joel. Somebody on our teams had once had one rescinded for going five games in a row without mm. getting a card. And yeah. but Alex now has gone six games, so it'll be. In, we'll have to watch the uh, in uh, not the indie report, the discipline report discipline. on Wednesday. Yep. Got my words mixed up. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully he will. He'll
1: be uh, immune from a uh, potential suspension um i would mean definitely be beneficial. if he can
0: just not get a card against louisville he can do whatever he wants because you know he's going to get a card against north carolina fc <laughs> i was about like to say, he's yeah. going as soon as because you know he's going to do it he, the first thing he's going to do is yeah. on the kickoff he's going to find somebody and he's going to body check him because he does it every time he play them even especially
1: if he's going mano a mano against austin to lose. um I, I i would take the i think the under on getting an I don't know I'm not good at betting lingo he will get cards uh, in that game yeah he he will get a a foul that is questionable at best or not questionable at all against Austin to lose if he is in the same vicinity of him on the pitch um yeah but um I do think Alex was pretty darn good though all things considered I mean outside of <laughs> outside of all the uh the fluff and whatnot, um, I, I do think he was good. Um, so we definitely don't want to miss him. One thing I don't know if you've noticed this, I'm wondering if you noticed this. Do you see what Sub we did at halftime?
0: I noticed that Jorge came off potentially due to injury.
1: Yeah. Is that that's the, what the story probably I I don't actually recall the interaction that happened where he was
0: Well I know I mean he had to get um, he had to get treatment, he had to get taken off the field early in the game, but he yeah. came back but then didn't go back in. Do you know if it was like a muscle thing, or um, did he get kicked pretty oh, good, or what?
1: He got like I think his somebody's cleat basically like clipped his ankle. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was ankle. The okay, the trainer went to him, and I think she started on the hip, and then it wasn't his knee. I'm pretty sure it was his ankle or foot region, shin potentially. Yeah. Um, well, I, I will area. say like
0: I know he battled with some hamstring stuff last season. So mm. if it's not a muscle injury, I'm much yep. more encouraged than if it were a muscular. Because, I mean, with his, at his age, uh, it's a lot harder to mm. recover from those muscle, or muscle injuries because they just pop back up. That's what happened to him yep. last year is he kept uh, – he was kind of having that jung issue where he would get injured, miss a game, come back too soon, get injured again, miss another game, come back, that kind of thing towards the end of last season. Yep. So I hope that's not going to be a trend that repeats itself. Uh, I also, uh, we had a question kind of about Calvert. Is Calvert possibly injured as well, um, or was he, he just uh, like gassed? Um, do you, he got taken out so. in the eighty seventh minute. I guess he did come out in the eighty seventh
1: minute. Um, not that I recall. I know there was the highlight where he looked like he was limping. Mm-hmm. Um. <sighs> i hate to say this kind of but pretty sure i've seen him do that move before um (laughs) where he kind of looks like he's limping and then he goes to the ground and then he's grimacing in pain um but that was obviously well before that um so i don't believe he was injured um not that i specifically recall um i wonder i know sometimes the tracker is pretty good about like um describing what happened um but um, yeah, there's actually no telling when that would happen. That's yeah, not worth it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I hope not because he he definitely added um, a very good chemistry with Herrera. It would, and I think about it, it'd be very unfortunate if we had to sub in both of those players for another person. Airman did pretty darn well though.
0: I saw his the um, where he almost scored. He yeah. had a really good touch. I don't know if he meant to do it. But there, I know, I but still the can't touch tell. where he yeah. kind of flicks it with the back of his foot <laughs> around the defender was yeah. incredible. If he meant to do <laughs> it, if he didn't mean to do it, it was still pretty good. But either way, I wish he would have scored. Obviously, yeah, uh, but oh. that was bright for him. Was he playing up top in that position? Did he was it a like for like thing, or did he kind of drift out wide?
1: I, he was like, definitely more central than anything else. Uh-huh. Um, but th- I think that was probably literally like the only attacking. Um in the second half motion he made, yeah, uh, I mean well, one especially once we went down a man, we essentially just were like, well, we're gonna we had seventeen
0: no. percent or seventeen or nineteen percent possession in the second half, according to james
1: nineteen, yeah, I remember seeing that yeah that that was uh, and when you
0: spend thirty two minutes down a man, that makes sense, so yeah and and that's another thing is we
1: like the commentator said, we've had a lot of experience playing a man down. Normally not gone very well, um, and we did. I mean, you really couldn't tell. Uh, I, I almost honestly think it was om- essentially more of Lily didn't really force the issue
0: for whatever reason. Um, well, to I mean, they don't. I mean, they're comfortable. Like, nobody's yeah. catching Cincinnati. Yeah,
1: uh, especially with Charleston losing to them. I but I imagine
0: he's just thinking. If we were to push too much and give up a counterattack goal, that would be far worse than just picking it as a nil-nil draw. But now, I mean, they did get plenty of shots. I mean, they took fifteen total, I think. No, thirteen shots total. total, But they only had three on target. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's so encouraging to me that we, we just we did a job defensively, which is not something (laughs) we that you could say for most of the season.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing is we there wasn't a grave situation or moment or other than maybe that early on moment, but that's kind of null and void. Um, but it, it, it didn't feel like we just had a complete breakdown at, at any really given point. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see after the 60th minute, um, cause it was, was it the 60th minute that, um, you got the second Yeah. 58th. Yeah. Okay. So we did, they did have a, a number of shots. Um, only two were on target. We had the one from airman, Mm-hmm. Um, And then they had, it looks like three, four, five, six, no, five. They had five shots, two were on target. um, Other ones were well off target. Um, But yeah, I think this isn't a great outcome, but we're still, um, we're not in terrible position uh, moving ahead. Um, I know, I think, who won? Yeah, so the kickers beat, Penn FC which is good yeah so that kind of gives us a little bit of leeway um I'm trying to think what else happened the other night I don't think really any of the teams around us played over the weekend um, but there is some weird um like NCSC plays on Tuesday
0: um yeah I mean the the, the games right now are so spread out I think we've played we've played what 24 yep and there's some teams that have Charleston's played 25 pittsburgh's only played 23 louisville's only played 22 yeah steel played 22 like there's several teams who have only played 22 and then there's some teams who have played 25 so it's just it's wild Mm -hmm. but that's what happens when you have an unbalanced schedule you know and then some teams have had to have games postponed and made up and you know yeah it'll get cleared up towards the end of the season hopefully when you know i don't know yeah, you know, when when you have so many teams that share a stadium with a baseball team, that kind of throws a wrench into things too, because then you've got to work around another team's dates. So, yep. uh, yeah, that's that's just to be expected in in this league. So, um, let's kind of move on from this game. I mean, it's great to get a point yeah. when we really weren't expecting one, and especially once we went down a man, it's fantastic to get a point. Uh, but we. Yeah, have ten games left, and we probably need to take now uh, two points per game instead of one point nine. So like, we really start need to getting wins. Yeah, um, yeah. and beginning Wednesday uh, against Louisville City FC at home. Louisville uh, just also drew nil nil at home to Nashville yeah. on yes. Saturday. okay. I couldn't uh, remember. Who it they was played. their new coach's first game. They have a new coach. He's a permanent coach, not a, mm. and he's not a player. Former player. No. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. John, he's, it's John Hackworth, which yeah. if that name sounds familiar to you, it's probably because he spent the last like four years as the USU seventeen head coach. Mm. Uh, so he's been he's been around. Uh, before that, he was the coach of the Philadelphia Union in MLS. Um, mm. He's actually played at wake forest and Brevard college, both in North Carolina. So, and played for the Carolina dynamo of, uh, the PDL, which was at the time, not in the PDL or some, it was a different, it was the A league (laughs) when he played for them. The
1: A league. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. I'm kind of looking at their last game just to kind of get a decent idea of what they're looking at. Looks like he's Um, not
0: going to make a bunch of changes. From no. what they were doing, because like it, I know for yeah. the I, I I paid a lot of attention to the USU seventeen team, especially when they were in the World Cup, mm. and the the tactically what he likes to do is nothing like what Louisville's is doing, at least with the with the shape and all that. Like you know, he likes to play a four three three, and play. Uh, basically, he likes to play a playmaker as the deeper uh midfielder and then put like two uh really athletic number eights around him interesting i don't really know i don't know a little of those that well so i don't know that they really no. have any of that uh right. so it'll be interesting to see if he makes any tactical changes or if he's just going to kind of continue the work that uh, uh o'connor uh, is it o'connor or oh That's right. no it's, it's uh, uh
1: Oh, I'm forgetting his name. It's o, um right. Um, sure. Yeah. I, wow. <laughs> um, I have there. I have no idea. I can picture him. He's a redhead and he wears that floppy hat sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. Know. I. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: drawing a blank. No, um, it is. It's James O'Connor. I was right. James O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. Darn it.
1: Um, but yeah, I don't know that that'll really necessarily work with their roster. Um, they definitely do have some playmaking deeper midfielders, uh, that are fast in, in, uh, Speedy Williams. I mean, his name, um, (laughs) but, uh, and Paolo Del Piccolo, and he played for us for a short time, um, 2016, I believe. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, he was on
0: the, Uh, no, uh, he was the inaugural season, I think. Yeah. Inaugural season, 2015. I always mix those two up, um, for some reason. Um, no, they've got, I mean, they've got plenty of talent. Um, Yeah. It'll just be interesting. interesting if they play their strongest lineup against us. Yeah. Because I don't – I mean, what position? are they in third, right? hmm Let's look I, I do see believe how, how far they, they are. They may be fourth, us. actually. They're fourth, okay. Yeah, they're fourth. But they're still – But they're four points clear of Bethlehem at this point. Um, yeah. And I don't know what their schedule looks like going forward. Let me take a look at that. So they play they, us they, on Wednesday oh, and then Richmond yeah. on Saturday. So – uh, they might play a stronger lineup against us and then a weaker lineup against Richmond because Richmond is, mm. is so bad. But maybe they'll say that, you know, I, I don't want to start guessing because, yeah. you know, I have no idea what what Hackworth's going to do with them. And I don't think mm-hmm. they know either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, that's a fair
1: assessment. It's, it's interesting because former essentially I think who's their head coach player coach Luke Spencer uh, got the start up top for them. Um, which it looks like, okay, he went 70 minutes, and then then they ended up subbing on a a defender. Um, so that kind of tells you they were. But they the interesting thing is they were. I mean, they're still playing a very similar attacking style where they had 19 shots, yep, and five of them were on target. Um, so there's that. Um, they had 10 shots outside the box. Um, so that I mean it's very typical um, Louisville, I suppose. Um, that's probably essentially because they were playing at home, too. That probably contributed to that a lot. Um, Super curious going into this game because we've – I mean, last year when we played them at home and they were first in the league and um, we went into that game,
0: I was not optimistic. And we won 3-1, We won, yeah, 3-1. That was the Enzo hat trick sending off game. Uh, Worst call in the history of (laughs) USL refereeing.
1: Um, um, yeah, but, um, it's definitely, I don't remember where we were at that point of the season last year, but, um,
0: it was August. It was a little earlier in August though. Okay. Yeah. And that was not a midweek game, right? That was that no, was a Saturday. That was the day yeah. of the PDL championship. It was the doubleheader. It
1: was the Eagles. It was that day. I remember that. I caught a PDL scarf, and I was really happy. Um, that uh, yeah, interesting. Um, but it's it, it it's tough to put a must win. I mean, we need to win. There's no doubt about that. No, um, it's a must win. Yeah, all of our
0: home games are must win. I don't care who we're playing. Yeah. I mean, we could be playing. I, an MLS team. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that's not, but like, <laughs> we could be playing a league MX team at the and point. And at the point friendly. we are in the season, we cannot yeah. afford to drop a single point at home. We've got, yeah, no, we've got fair. to win our home games because we're probably not going to win many road games. Mm. Uh, do you think we'll kind of stick with the same tactics though? Do you think we'll go five at the back and try to just be strong oh. defensively and then try to try to nick a goal or two off, on the counter?
1: I think we legitimately have to. And I mean, it's what it, we
0: did to them last year, if you yeah. remember. That was like the lowest uh, pers- lowest possession we've ever had in a win.
1: Yeah, okay. I do, yeah. I, I think at this point, with the way our defense has been, it literally makes, you know, granted there could be a tactical change that um, Jeffries is going to see because as much as I've maybe not so – uh, loudly questioned some things Jeffries has done tactically in subs and things like that this year. That couldn't have been a better tactical decision. I mean, he started a Loney who has not played but 90 minutes in a friendly for Minnesota, the full 90 for ve- with very short time and, and changed tactically everything, mm-hmm. and it worked exceptionally. Um, he he I, I, at this point, not that my faith was. Winding down, but whatever he does, I feel very confident in in, yeah. um, in seeing to his version. I I firmly believe, based on the way that game went and the way Louisville is going to be. In order for us to have a good defensive output and, and a strong midfield too, I think the biggest one major problem we've had is the midfield has not been really great. Um, we need that support in the midfield, and that's going to be very very helpful. <laughs> Um, with was uh, was Vosser
0: with on the bench? He
1: wasn't. Hmm. He was not. Cato was not on the bench either, I don't believe. The right. commentator said he was, but well, he wasn't in the graphic or anything. It's probably so one I, of
0: those things yeah. where it's a one game way trip. They left on Friday, I think. I like I don't think they left super early. So I think it's one of those things where like, if they're not good enough to go in training, yeah. you might as well leave them home because it's a short week. Mm-hmm. and not make them travel because if it's a any kind of, you know, tra- traveling can – flying can mess up uh, – mess with your – it can make you swell and, you know, all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff. So you might as well just leave – if they're not going to play, you might as well leave them at home, which I think is a smart thing to do when we – because Kato, I think, is going to be vital to our success down the stretch, especially if we're going yeah. to switch tactically – and try to play more on the counter because he's got that speed. Yeah. Uh and he's he's got the eye for a final pass and he can he can hit a shot from mm-hmm. wacky positions. Like
1: He's in a draw the defenders away. I would love um, to
0: see a Cato uh Cato Herrera or Cato Calvert duo up top mm-hmm. and playing in like a five three two or something. I think that yeah. would be a really interesting uh, kind of what we did against Nashville. It was more of a four-four-two, but when he played up top, I thought he was pretty, pretty dangerous. Um, he just yeah. couldn't quite finish it off against Nashville. So I hope he can get healthy. And Vossler another one where I think he, it if he doesn't have to track back as much defensively, if he's got an extra center back behind him, he can be a lot more dangerous going forward because he can play those long passes. Uh if you remember, I think yeah. it was Richmond away where it was yeah. just he, he pinged like a 70-yard pass right to Cato's mm-hmm. foot and Cato finished it. Like yep. I can see that playing out if we're going to go to a more counter-attacking system. I, I would I wouldn't hate it at all. We've yeah. tried the uh classic Jeffrey's ball and it just doesn't seem like we have the roster for it this season yeah or the uh,
1: consistency and yeah, yeah and it, the injuries have tough. played
0: a part in that as well but it seems like if we're going to it's probably easier if we're gonna have a lot of injuries for a player to come in and play more of a defensively disciplined system than it would be mm-hmm. to you know play a million passes and pass a move and and do everything that we typically think of when we think of coach Jeffrey's style. Um, but, but really, I mean, if we can, if we can start keeping clean sheets, uh, I think our chances of winning games, obviously goes up astronomically. So I, I wouldn't yeah. hate it if we just kind of switched to this for the rest of the season. Mm.
1: Um, it's tough. Cause I mean, y- you think about it; it, it it's going to be, a good problem, but it's—I think it's going to be a situational, tactical type of situation on what type of personnel he's going to put out there, um, and well, I guess have a formation and then put fill in those roles because um, it, it's because you want to score goals, but I mean that was a really good defensive output. Um, you obviously want to get Cato on the field if, and you're going to put Cato on on the field um, if he's healthy but who do you necessarily put him in for in that situation? I I guess you swap out Bilal for Cato and then put Johnson back and in Cato in his normal position?
0: Yeah. But or I, or you play Cato up top. Yeah. It, it, but or it's Or I mean the, you could yeah. switch it to more of a instead of playing with two up top you could play with one up top and and two Mm -hmm. more wide players so you could play Alex out wide and Cato out wide and play Calvert up top and then play Mm -hmm. like you know Ekra and George or Vosser and George in the midfield yeah with the with the wing backs and everything I mean there's there's a lot of ways you can do it and still be five four or three slash five at the back. Yeah. so I think like you said I think it is probably going to depend on injuries and and everything uh I would just hate to see us go straight back into what we normally do and go 4231 and then give up three goals at home again. Like mm-hmm. I think we've figured out that the our 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 strengths this season are not one-on-one defending. Uh, yeah. And, and if, like you said, when, when we had this system, I mean, it just makes sense when you have one extra guy back there, uh, yeah. And somebody gets beat one-on-one, there's one extra guy there to cover for him. So, I mean, it makes yeah. a lot of sense when we've been struggling as much as we have defensively. Um, so I, I hope we just roll. I would, I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if we rolled the same lineup out there. Obviously we can't. Yeah. Because, out George. Uh we could put George in for Jordan and then mm-hmm. hopefully, you know nobody's injured. But if Herrera is injured, maybe you can slide Cato in there in his place, and then with Calvert. Uh, but yeah. it'll be—I mean, it'll be interesting. Um, let's kind of do predictions, and then we got a couple questions. So we'll cool.
1: Um, whoo. let's say I'm going to predict to win because I want to win. Um, that is my rationale. I feel like this is going to be a 2-1 game. Um, No, I retract that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Very decisive. I'm going to say 1-0. Us. Okay. Yeah. And you think we're going to
0: stick with the same tactics and do 1-0? Or you think we go back to...
1: I think we will because I, I don't see the need to change it. Based on their... Based on the little bit we know, obviously, of one reading the damn the darn website for the USL and, and what they're looking to do, it seems like, I don't know that they're going to reinvent the wheel. And just essentially what Louisville will do for considering their personnel to begin with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's safe to assume we'll, we'll probably do a similar – I would prefer to do a similar uh, style tactic.
0: Okay. Hmm. Man, I don't. This is this one's tough because I just have no idea what we're gonna do. Uh, I think if we stick with this new, you know, defensively sound at first and then worry about scoring the goals, I, I think we can we can get a win. Uh, yeah. because it seems like that's what Nashville did and they they drew, but that was at home for for Louisville. Louisville's not. I mean, they are. Don't get me wrong; they're a good team, but they are not as good as they have been in past seasons. on the On the road, they're only five three and three. Uh, That's good. So they can they can be had. Yeah. If we can put some things together a little bit better, so maybe you. I mean, give us one more week practicing, or I guess not more another week. It's two days. Uh, because yeah. we play Wednesday, but give us a few more days practicing that that shape, and and maybe getting some more dynamic attackers back in the lineup like Cato. Uh, I think maybe we can go out and win. Uh, I, I'm gonna also say one zero. I, I think that mm-hmm. should be the goal. I think we should say, look, we're gonna keep a clean sheet, and we're gonna try to get maybe get an early goal, or 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 what you know, and just keep them off the scoreboard. I think that's going to be the the way forward if we're going to make a run here is we got to we got to clean up the defense first and then worry about scoring the goals. Yep. So, I'm going to say I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to say 1-0 to us.
1: Mm.
0: All I right. I think so. Yeah. So, let's answer the questions. Uh, we kind of already answered one of Richards, but we'll go for it anyways. So, um the first one's from Richard, and it's, it says, does the independents genuinely have a discipline problem that the team needs to address, or have they oh. just had bad luck with bad referee calls this season? Darn. Richard with the hard-hitting question. I mean, that's a good oh, question. It is a really good question.
1: Um, I think we've – I think a lot of our – yellow cards and, and fouls and things like that have just been tactical fouls for better or for worse or for ne- for necessity or not um i think i mean it has i don't know if There's necessarily a discipline problem or maybe a, a sharpness issue potentially with that i guess you could say um because I, I i can't necessarily recall that a lot of our yellow cards have just been blatantly horrible um yeah except the Vosser yellow card that wasn't a good yellow card um, maybe I think that's what uh, maybe that's what Richard was getting at I don't know um, but uh, yeah I wouldn't think so I, I would think it's it's a li- not a discipline issue maybe but a, a sharpness issue Who yeah
0: I think that's next, a good I point I think it's a mixture I don't I mean I can't remember a single one of the yellow cards that ended up in, in ended in ascending off. That was like a bad call uh, yeah. and none of the straight reds that we've had, which I think we've had the, just the two straight reds mm. uh, that have been bad calls. Really uh, there have yeah. been bad calls go in in, in non calls go against us, but I don't think any of them have resulted in us getting a, a yellow card or sending off. So like, I don't think it's a bad, bad calls going against us problem, but I don't, think it's necessarily a discipline problem we're not getting yellow cards for dissent nearly as much as we did last season Yeah. Uh, like you said almost all of our yellow cards are tactical fouls and it's because we give the ball too easily give the ball away too easily in bad positions and put people in really tough one-on-ones and, and they don't yeah. I like the, the I think both of Kalunji's Yellow cards against Charleston were tactical fouls, where he was just going to get beat on the counter because we had a bad giveaway, and so he he took a foul rather than uh, run back. Like Bilal, I'm tr- I I don't think that either foul against Bilal was a bad call in the indie game. Yeah. I think he, I mean, maybe I don't, I just I just don't know if I can call that a disciplinary problem. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should f- try to foul less physically. Yeah, and I'll be willing to bet two
1: to three. Yeah, less physical. I, I like, think I would I'm, be willing to bet two or three of the card the yellow cards that George has got have been tactical fouls in yeah, some sort I of mean, way.
0: Yeah. George, that's just his game. He is yeah. a d- midfield destroyer. <laughs> By his like very that. nature, he's going to pick up yellow cards. That's just that's just his style of play. He's going to collect some fouls. Some of them are going to be tactical. Tactical. Some of them are going to be he goes in for a slide, sliding challenge, and misses the ball and, and gets a guy in the shin, and that's just you got to live with it because that's a, that's an important role, especially uh, with the way we like to play. So front footed most of the time, but I think again, if you if you just go back, like you said, I think it's just we have to clean things up. If we don't mm-hmm. have bad giveaways then you're not hanging your, your defenders out to dry as much. I think the only player who I would the the two players I would say that maybe have a slight discipline problem that they need to work on is Joel and Alex. I think Joel sometimes gets a little I don't know if it's frustrated or if it's or what, but he can he can no. dive in unnecessarily and commit bad fouls. Uh that maybe is an ill disciplined thing. And Alex just you know we we've been out. We know Alex has his issues, uh, with with cards and and kind of playing on that edge. But I don't. I think is he's he's done a really good job not getting yellow cards for dissent this year. Uh, so maybe mm-hmm. he's he's cleaned that up. So his I think has he even served a suspension for yellow card accumulation? I don't think he has. Pretty like, really
1: sure he hasn't.
0: So maybe, even he's done a good job then. Yeah. Uh, and like we said, hopefully he'll have one rescinded for going so many games in a row. So I I don't know that it's a collective thing that we need to work on uh, not picking up cards because it's, it's not – most of the time it's not stupid stuff. There's the occasional stupid foul that gets a yellow card. Mm. Uh, but for the most part, I would say it's just putting – Uh, our team, putting the the team in bad situations where there's a one-on-one and if you don't commit a foul, it could be a goal. So Mm -hmm. if we can clean that up, maybe some of those issues kind of, uh, clear themselves up. So, um, and so this is the one we kind of already talked about. It's, uh, also from Richard. He said, with the exception of Jordan, does the independents try and do the same thing with the same formation on Wednesday? Uh, however, if Jorge and or Caleb are out injured, what do we do then? So we kind of already covered the first part. So let's talk about the second yeah. part. So okay. if 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 Caleb and Jorge are injured, what do we do? Cato and Zayed. You think so? 100%. I mean, assuming Cato's hun- healthy. What yeah. if Kato's assuming... not healthy? What if it's just Zayed? Do you go Zayed and Mawapi up top? Do you go Zayed and Airman up top? Um. What do I? Are we
1: are we answering what I want to happen or what I think is going to happen? Well,
0: I mean, what do you think is going to happen if if um, Jorge, Caleb, and Cato cannot play? You obviously, if Caleb can't play, Zayed is his natural replacement, so that was yeah. taken care of. But what about Jorge? Because you can't. He, we're, there's nobody on our team who can do what Jorge does.
1: If assuming the rest of the formation is the same, having Joel in Cato's natural position in a four four two. I guess you put Moape there. I don't – I'll say this. this is harsh. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see Perez there. It's nothing against him, but he's not had enough time. I don't want to see him in that position to begin with. I'd rather have Ekra up there, quite frankly. I'd rather have Ekra there um, simply based on reps, I guess you could say. That, that's not, I guess, as much of a knock on him really. Um
0: but I, well, I if you take Ekra I, out of the midfield then you got then you've got to plug a hole there. So then you either putting Perez there or if Vosser is healthy, you're putting Vasser there.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean I, I personally I'd rather have Ekra up there than have I don't know, that's tough because then you have Ekra and Zayat who are gonna hold the ball up. Yeah. And you've got very little speed. Um I mean you still got Joel, but I don't know that I love Muape— in that position. I don't know that Mwapi um, can play
0: that position. I don't know that he can that's really play play essentially.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think Aaron if, I think if that many bad. players
0: are injured, I think, I think you, you would see some sort of shift. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. I, I yeah. think if, if Caleb's injured, if Jorge's injured and if Cato still can't go, I think you would see, see something else. I don't know what exactly, I don't know if he would just go, uh, like I said earlier, like put Zayad up top by himself and then, yeah. Make make Alex play an airman, kind of play out wide, and then you have you know uh, Sam, Ekra, George, and Joel as the four. Uh, mm. And then the three, the back three. Uh, that that to me makes sense if you're gonna stick with trying to play a back three, back five. Uh, but if I mean if that many guys are injured we might just return to what we normally do um Mm. so we'll see i hope it's not the case i I mean i hope nobody's injured and everybody can play uh maybe give jorge a chance to come off the bench instead of start yeah Um,
1: it's a short rest and he did get injured um so it's not really a bad idea even if he is semi-healthy um it's not really a terrible um outcome there because we do have
0: this is a tough stretch coming
1: up yeah.
0: We play I don't I think we play Wednesday, Saturday and then we go a full week. Then we have Saturday, Wednesday the friendly, Saturday. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot going on here in it the is. next couple of weeks with games. So you're going to have to manage the minutes a little bit um and you know, with our injury luck, it that that's going to be a factor.
1: Mhm. You do uh, gotta
0: plan ahead. Yeah. So uh, Richard's last question is: How bad does Goose want that touchline ref's hair? Did you see it? I did. I've seen the picture. It's pretty bad. Oh my god! The fourth official was like, "I'm I'm the fourth official this game. I'm gonna make my hair crazy." I. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. It was really bad.
1: I. I... I, I kind of I, I don't know. Every other fourth referee I've seen has just been like the most reserved, melancholy. you you, you almost don't notice he's there. I mean, that's the point um, of having them. They're you're you're not really supposed to notice them. I th- that's I don't know. Like, and then it's it's funny to me because like it almost looked like maybe he like. Tried to go pro and he missed his opportunity, but he still likes he the soccer. The hair. hair, yeah, <laughs> and he's like he's charting a, a path to be a flashy fourth referee. Yeah, but even if he's a regular referee, that looks silly. Like no, for him, no, to, absolutely, I agree. Yeah, I uh, someone needs to take him take them under their wing and just say come on man
0: highlights in your hair are pretty much acceptable if you are a musician or if you're a soccer player like that's a that's pretty much like as, as an adult I guess if you're younger it's fine. <laughs> but as an adult unless you're a musician and unless you're a soccer player you just pr- you probably should lay off the highlights yeah and it was like a deep gold I, if I'm not mistaken I think it, it I think like what it was is he, he thought it was going to be one color. And it just like when he did it, it it turned out to be that orange color instead of like a blonde. And he was just like, oh, no, but he's stuck with it uh, because, you know, it has to last until he grows it out. Uh, But, yeah, like you said, it was just it it was a really bad color.
1: Yeah, it's it makes me like I'm I've kind of gotten over the somewhat strange, like floofy hair on the top and nothing on the sides. Look, but it was like the worst extent of that style whatever he paid his hairstylist
0: for that yeah was too much yeah gotcha man that's funny hair like, that's just, yeah but, that's just like not something you usually <laughs> i've never seen a, a i mean first of all referees normally
1: just have like a high and tight like or or they're just or they're they don't bald. have any hair yeah <laughs> they're i he's not very aerodynamic i wonder what his fiance thinks
0: oh god <laughs> It's over. <laughs> I really hope he'll come to one of our games, but he's probably not in our... You think he uh, has a fiance? Region. That's an important thing. Uh, right? I don't true. know. True. All right. Uh, we have one last question from our good friend Chris Yeah. Uh, Chris Davis. He says, Pittsburgh has Bittersweet Symphony playing at the end of a draw. If you could pick songs to yeah. be played at the end of each of our home matches, what would this song be after a win, a draw, and a loss? And then he's got his picks, so I'll read his picks. He said, If it's a win, Walking on Sunshine uh draw that's life by frank sinatra and loss tub thumping by chumbawamba oh tub thumping yeah ah that's a great song that is a great song it's almost um, too like it's almost too good to play after a loss <laughs> yeah like if if, if we're playing if we're doing a loss i would like to play hello darkness my old friend which i don't think that's the name of the song uh Ooh. what is the Ooh, name that would of that be
1: good. song garfunkel is always good for like a saturn moment
0: yeah well like Sound that's that I always think of uh, sound of Sal- silence. That's the sound name of song. silence. Yeah. yeah. That's the song I always yeah. think of when anything goes wrong, like in the soccer <laughs> sense, it's just like, yeah. it's so apt. It's just like, Oh man, well, here we are again.
1: Mine would pro- for a loss. Um, uh, a little bit of backstory on this one. And I'm stealing this from somebody else. Technically, um, the last in the playoffs of the NPSL last, this most recent year, and they probably did it last year too. Um, uh Astral City was playing Atlanta and they're very bitter rivals and they lost in the playoffs the year before to them. Um they were playing that's why they call it the Blues. And <laughs> it actually is the Blues. We're not really the Blues, but we are blue. Um and yeah, that's that like, one
0: hasn't really caught on for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it would it would work in the sense that it's a real like you're just like, err. That's a pretty good lost song, I think. Mm-hmm. A draw song um i don't know i think truly madly deeply works for all three of these um that, that's another caveat to this um yeah
0: i kind of wish we would we would play truly madly deeply over the speakers more often they did like it after. At the, at i think the they did talks. after <laughs> and it was oh, a weird did. moment they did because yeah. it, and it was like the worst game ever mm-hmm. to do and that gary was like belting
1: it out and i was yeah. like
0: oh this is a really nice moment sort of but not really
1: yeah
0: um a draw the draw is the tough one because it kind of depends on the draw like if after the charleston yep. draw we were all hyped yeah it's like we didn't play well and we got that miraculous goal from owapi uh so like that would you would want to be like a happy song but then yeah. there's draws like the tampa draw where we're like oh, super God. sad yeah oh
1: that tampa draw um uh, see, I guess the victory song. I, I'm not sure on a draw song. I had one, I, and I think I lost it. Um, I, I, yeah, tra- draws, I'm going to have to shelf that one, I guess. Um, <laughs> for a win, I love the blue song. The blue, and I'm blue,
0: and I'm blue. That one, it's not
1: the words, but that song. <laughs> oh, God, that was bad. Um, oh,
0: my goodness. <laughs> I haven't heard that song in years. It's on the, the Independence pregame hype mix. What? Um, it's, it is. Oh, the one you
1: made? No, the one the Independents put together. <laughs> They've got one. It's it, it's what they play at the stadium, I swear. No, I've never heard that song played at the stadium. You're lying. No, they played it at the stadium. I'm ve- I may I think it was a pre-game song. They played it to like hype up the um that. <laughs> That's but, not that is not a hype song.
0: <laughs> it is a hype song. No, it's not. It's, it gets me hyped.
1: Okay. Um <laughs> But then again there's there's numerous songs in that playlist that get be hyped that are very odd. Yeah, I, I have no idea for to draw song. It's so
0: yeah. difficult. Um, yeah. I would just Yeah, do, I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know either. We'll get back we'll have to answer that one on the next episode. I guess you could do you Closing Time, time because
1: like it. draws. Let's
0: do Closing Time. That would be time. good. That's a good song. Yeah. That's a good choice. Closing Time. There you go. Yeah. It's like, closing cause Time. cuz it that's like a not sad but not happy song yeah and you like
1: don't i I feel like you don't really want to leave the stadium in the moment of a draw because you're like er, what just happened i have to process this but obviously parks and rec people have lives and they want to go home to their families um and there's no point in making their jobs more difficult than it could be yeah um so i i I, I think i
0: think truly madly deeply should be played after every win yeah it should just be constantly playing in the background during the entire game. Unmuted. Maybe not that. That would, get, <laughs> that would get old very quickly. That would kind of ruin it. But no, that's true. That would be fun. Like, you know, just at the end of every game that we win at home, play truly, madly, deeply. just embrace it as our thing, and then,, yeah. tradition is born. Boom. <laughs> like Minnesota United play uh, Wonderwall every time they win at home. Oh,
1: that's such a good song, and it's like it, and makes, it makes
0: no sense, but it's cool because they all sing yeah. it together, and like the players sing it with them and everything. So it it become a, it become a thing. So it's cool. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. but it's cool because so, they embraced yeah. it. So like, I'm not sure the, the imagery
1: on Wonderwall. I think Wonderwall means something. It's like a "You're My Wonderwall" thing. I don't know. I've never looked into it, but maybe there's there's a deeper meaning into that.
0: I don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe no, not. I
1: don't maybe really think so. <laughs> We're kind of going off the rails yeah. here well that's, um, our,
0: that's our that's our brand
1: yes on so. brand we are off the rails i was going to try to put a comma and abbreviate something but that wasn't going to work um
0: yeah that kind of wraps us up though that's all our questions uh i'm glad yeah. we got some questions because we we jumped on here uh kind of at the last minute my wife is sick so that's mm-hmm. going to change my schedule today so thank you for uh being flexible with me yeah uh, and sorry that folks that I didn't get to watch the game, but I feel like we had a pretty good conversation about it, regardless. I think and, so. And uh, I look forward to hanging out on Wednesday. Wednesday is the McKenna Strong game, right? It is the McKenna Strong game. So yes. all the proceeds are going, all the profit is going to. I don't know if it's a GoFundMe or what what it is exactly, but it's going to help pay her medical bills. Uh, for those of you who don't know she is a uh, she's a carolina rapids player right mm-hmm. yeah and she got injured in a boat accident i believe and i think mm-hmm. she is uh now paralyzed um, all, mm-hmm. and i do so believe all that is accurate the independents are going to donate all of the proceeds for wednesday's game to her family to help pay for those medical bills um so that's a sad situation, but we're going to you know, come together as a community to kind of be there for one of our own. So uh, I'm looking Ooh. forward to Wednesday. And, uh, Ben, you have something you like to add? Yeah. It looks um, like
1: you do. This is something I was actually – I noticed it. You, I, I barely noticed it, so I'm wondering if you noticed it too. Um, Bilal has dedicated the rest of his season to oh, tackling yeah. consent. I forgot yeah. to mention that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you see the I parameters? Saw it right before the... the game, yeah. Okay. I think he's um, doing
0: he's doing ten dollars a game. I think.
1: Yeah, ten dollars a game, twenty dollars a goal,
0: um, thirty dollars for a meg. That's pretty darn cool. I mean, that, I would yeah. I would pay thirty dollars any to anybody to see Bilal meg somebody. So <laughs> yes.
1: Um, and yeah, and you can join people, or you can ha- request people to join. Um, I will go ahead and yeah, screw it, I'll join. Uh, I will. I will support our captain. Um Boom. it it always makes me happy when they're doing positive things in the community. It's
0: uh it's very cool. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Um so thanks for checking us out. Uh hopefully we'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. Uh last Wednesday we tried to uh do like a pregame podcast, but it didn't end up working out. Uh it started raining yep. really bad. And so there was nobody there and uh we couldn't do it outside because it was (laughs) raining so we'll see what happens on wednesday we may try to do something uh just kind of depends on what the weather's going to be like and uh if if there's something going on we'll let you know uh over the internets and uh if you have questions comments and concerns you know where to reach us Mm -hmm. Um, and thank you for listening and being a part of our show Mm -hmm. so we'll get out of here have a great week and come on you jacks